everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Disarming Honesty. This is your host, Jenny Hanson Lane. So grateful that you press play on these episodes when you get a chance. When you're driving your car, you're taking a shower. I know it's an intimate thing. I appreciate it. And sorry if that got a little creepy, but that's why I love podcasts because you can get up close and personal with people. Welcome to episode 252. Today we're talking about discouraging discouragement and what that means in our life. So let's cue the theme song and let's go. You're listening to the Disarming Honesty podcast with Jenny Hansen Lane. I spent the last decade or so studying emotional intelligence and the connection that has to the entrepreneurial world. Join us on this journey as we use every day as our teacher, as we pursue our highest vision of ourselves. The show is dedicated to vulnerability and mindset as we explore the necessary paradigm shifts it takes to change our lives and pivot into profiting from our passions. No more playing small with our dreams. Let's go. All right, my friends. Happy Christmas. I hope it was well. Um, I went to the ER Christmas night. I'll tell you about it. But it kind of starts with the backstory. You probably know from other episodes I had bronchitis and it just didn't clear up. So um, I couldn't breathe well. You can't record a podcast if you can't talk, right? Or if you're dead. So I went to the ER and I got checked up. But earlier this week before Christmas, my family watched It's a Wonderful Life. And there's a part in the movie where um, the character, the their names are Franklin and Clarence. And we see them as stars in the galaxy. And if you haven't seen the show, pull up a chair and make sure that you see it because it's like a classic and there's some good takeaways and we're going to jump into one of them because it's really can be a game changer. So I'm a little bit sick. I watched this movie and Franklin says, yes, Clarence, a man down on earth needs our help. And Clarence says, splendid. Is he sick? Franklin says, no, worse. He's discouraged. At exactly 10.45 p.m. tonight, Earth time, that man will be thinking seriously of throwing away God's greatest gift. Clarence. Excuse me. Oh, dear, dear, dear. His life. Then I've only got a few hours to dress. What are they wearing now? Anyway, so this is our first inkling of how bad things are for George Bailey, the main character in this movie. So it kind of plays on the topic of dissatisfaction and being discouraged and this is such a real topic around the holiday season because we all get discouraged in general as entrepreneurs as stay-at-home moms as like human beings with feelings and so I was thinking about like how do we fight discouragement fast forward a couple days right Um, I'm in the ER Christmas night Uh, My husband's home with the kids, so we could split up without having to get a babysitter on Christmas, you know. And um, I get medicine that relieves my pain immediately. Uh, A breathing treatment, an IV with steroids, and um, an IV with fluids. And I still have a hacking cough. I'm still, like, struggling. But, like, I get the relief that I need. And... I thought of this quote in this movie because he says, you know, a man needs our help. Is he sick? No worse. He's discouraged. And then it made me think about, you know, is discouragement 
can discouragement be worse than being sick? And, you know, the ER is not a place I like to vacate, but it's such a huge blessing that I had access to this modern medicine. And I just kept thinking, like, what is the medicine for discouragement? And, you know, my husband, I was able to go home and sleep, and he woke up in the morning, and he went and got all the medicine I needed and all the supplements that I needed, and he had what the doctor ordered, a, a prescription. So it made it easy. But, like, what's the prescription for discouragement. What is the medicine? And, you know, Christmas time and Christmas season, it can be better. It's bittersweet for a lot of people. For me, it is. For years, it was a really happy time. And then I lost one that I loved right before Christmas. And I spoke at their funeral just two days before Christmas. And then it was a sad time. And now it's a mixture of both of those emotions. So I don't get to see my loved ones as much as I'd like. Some live very far away from me and others are dead. That's just the reality of it. So Christmas brings up a lot of different things for me. So for those of you that suffer from discouragement, I'm saying yes, suffer, because it can be a real emotion that's hard to deal with. I want you to know that you have infinite value and that how you feel matters and how, and what you think matters, especially what you think about yourself. And excuse me, discouragement can attack our motivation and even our actions. It can be paralyzing. It can paralyze our hopes and magnify our fears. And there's a scripture in the Bible. It's somewhere like John 14, one discouragement is a temptation to man and common to man. So I thought, okay, like we're all human now. So we all know this is something, not now, but we're all human. So we've had this experience. We all know what discouragement feels like. We cannot say we are foreign to this. So, you know, while it is common to have a discouraging day, I think I want to fight against the permanency of discouragement. We should not wrap our minds up in a landscape of this type of disparity. So I was thinking I have this medicine to, to get over my sickness, but what's worse than sickness, it's discouragement. So how do we discourage discouragement? And I feel like one day you're ready to take on the whole freaking world and the very next day you're at the bottom of the pit, lagging, perhaps even struggling to spring out of bed. How do you remove many of the peaks and valleys and have it, you know, have a more, more level um, emotional abundance about you know, when you do have bad days, maybe it, you're only dipping in little dips in that pit. So and it's important to remember that you wouldn't appreciate a happy day if you didn't know the bad ones. That's an internal principle called opposition, opposition in all things. But deep peaks and valleys into discouragement are not the way to find balance. So when I was thinking about like, what would be the prescription? Here's the prescription. The number one thing, talk to your God or a higher power, your universe, that higher being that you report to or that whispers to you. I call mine my heavenly father. Number two, write down your good days, embrace those for what they are and write down your wins. It doesn't mean you don't have to write down the bad, but make sure you're documenting good. Write down your goals. Number three, read inspirational words every single day. We talk about this a lot in our mastermind to like follow accounts that are like full of positive affirmations or money affirmations and look at them every day. Another uh, inspirational words can be scriptures or modern prophets. Love letters can be inspirational. Favorite text messages or voicemails, favorite podcasts, listen to them and read them. Fill up and consume yourself with things that inspire you. Number four, 
share that inspiration with others. Your story, your experiences, the things that you've been through, you've heard this a billion times because it's true, they have the power to unlock, some, unlock somebody else from their own prison, their own dark valley, their own dark moments where they can't spring out of bed. It's a bitter pit and you will have things that you can share to inspire other people. The fifth thing to this RX, to this prescription, is expressing gratitude. Whether you like a post, you say thank you, be thankful to other people. I feel like, you know, that is going to be some of the best ways that we will discourage discouragement. And I don't think, you know, as we talked about earlier, it's okay to be discouraged, but we don't have to live in that world forever. If any of this sparked you in any way that, you know, helped you, screenshot this and share it with somebody else. Because I know that we, you know, it's human, it's common. And, and, you know, the scriptures even call it a form of temptation that we can be tempted to be discouraged. And I think being discouraged is okay, but living in discouragement is not okay. So those are some of the tips on how to discourage discouragement. Screenshot this, share it, tag me. Love to hear from you guys. All right, you guys, love you. Peace out.